guys, welcome to the very first podcast from Metal Mastermind. Your host, Jason Stallworth, and co-owner of Metal Mastermind, Ken Candelas. Dude. Hey. <laughs> we're doing this, man. This is, we've been, this is awesome. We've been talking about this for a little while. And uh, Ken, you know, we're going to cover some really hefty topics on this first podcast here. Uh, and it's perfect, perfect way to start out 2023 as well, because a lot of these things I think our listeners can, uh, can put into practice, right? So... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have uh, thought about doing a podcast for a while. Uh, we actually uh, were doing a couple of live things before and we've come back to, uh, you know, kind of going in this format of being able to have some sort of entertainment where we discuss uh, you know, topics that are within the community and, or things that we think are going to help our audience. And um, right. we think for, the new year to roll around at this point, uh, it's an opportune time to, I think, address things like people's resolutions and yeah. also talk about, you know, what are we going to do in order to make our uh, lives enriched or our careers more, uh, you know, successful or, you know, push forward in that department of our lives. You know, here in Metal Mastermind, I always feel like uh, we, we, we say we're the, the how-to guide for the modern metal musician, but it's also not just uh, on the stage and in the studio, but also in life, which is really important. Because, um, Jason, you and I, we're both independent musicians. You know, we're not signed to a label. This is not the typical type of thing that you would see uh, coming from a, a, a musician back in the day. You know, this is now right. much more modern scenario for all of us right where we can have this ability to uh reach out to more people uh, and be able to uh you know have a conversation between us and our audience um which which is i think uh, an amazing thing that has happened over the last you know couple of decades uh oh, with yeah. the development of the internet so um but we want to talk about today we have a couple of things we're going to talk into is hobbyists mindsets versus professional mindsets i think that's an important thing to address we'll talk about annual planning and uh, we finally want to talk a little bit about reassessing your inner circle which is uh you know something that i'm very personally attached to and that subject i do have my own story about that yeah but you went through this recently a few <laughs> years ago and you know that's a, that's the beauty of what we're talking about though uh it's this it, a lot of things we talk about as independent musicians here uh, and we'll we'll kind of dive into this as well when we get into the the annual planning part. But you know, I used to think that making it as a musician meant you had to be in a touring band that was famous and yada yada yada. And that's kind of a old school mindset. Although it can happen and it does happen, but you and I have proven to ourselves and and hopefully proven to our listeners as well that there are so many other pathways. Uh, and that's what we're kind of going to jump into now with the hobbyists versus pro i think a lot of people guys you know we're all about helping metal musicians but again a lot of these concepts will carry over into everyday life can you mention to your career uh even if you don't plan to be a full-time musician you can use the concepts we're going to talk about to help you in whatever area of life whether you're wanting to get that next raise or, or go to that next level in your company or start your own business or whatever it is but uh so the hobbyist versus professional i know some folks, I don't know what percentage of our uh, our listeners and the people in our courses, right? 
uh, a lot of them are hobbyists, right? So a lot of them are just kind of like, hey, I, I want to play guitar. Or I want to learn music theory. I uh, want to learn how to sing. But maybe you don't have any aspiration to take it further. Um, what would you say to that, though, Ken? Like, I mean, do you encourage people or do you think we should encourage people, hey, take that next step or or just, you know, music being a hobby is fine? Well, I'd say, well, music being a hobby is fine. But I would also say that being a musician is not for everybody going that career route. It's a very um, challenging road. Uh, there's a lot of ups and downs. Um, and I would even say many times there's more downs than ups because, you know, you're, you're, you're having this, you know, well, what are the ups in this case, right? You know, you're, you're creating music, you're, you're, you know, utilizing your, your, your imagination to bring to birth, uh, a piece of music that, that has come from your mind. Like, that's an amazing thing that we as humans can do. Like we have this ability to tap into our muses, right? Um, and as a musician, you're a very emotionally intelligent person to be able to do something like that. Okay. That's because you're, you're, you're tapping into the feelings of how it, you know, it affects you, but to, to, to create a career out of music can be very challenging, you know, because you're not always having to think about, uh, whether or not, you know, it's just making music. It's, it's also, you want to live off of making music and you have to find ways uh, to become, you know, self-sufficient now, um, and, you know, Jason, I know, you know, but for our listeners who don't know, right. I'm a, I'm a professor at, uh, two universities and mm -hmm. I, you know, tell my students all the time that, you know, the music business nowadays is not about, you know, getting that one hit single anymore. It's about way, way different. Multi <laughs> multiple streams of income multiple streams of income you have to be able to leverage uh your time and your efforts to create something that is one you can use your time to make something actively right that can be a job that can be you know anything it can be you going to a live gig and performing every week or every day then you also have the ability to well can you earn money passively too Right. right. That that's another part of this. You know, we have to keep the the cog wheels turning, you know, so to speak. You know, we can't just rely on one source because if that dries up, then we're screwed. So right. um, that's 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 the thing that I tell my students all the time. And I, I think, you know, if you're you know, if you're perfectly happy just doing music for yourself, that's great. Um, I would also say don't don't be afraid to release it um and you know see where that where that goes i would i would take any any creative endeavor with uh you know with a lot of uh forethought in mind you know um you know because I, I i mean i've been working on my own uh music for for several years and this this upcoming album that i'm trying to release is has been in the works for like since its inception was like eight years ago. Um, so it's, it's a long time coming, but you know, you're, you, you, the, but my point is everything has to be done with intention. So if you're going to go down this route of making music, what's your intention? You know, it's, uh, it's different for everybody. Um, and if you, if you want to do it as a way to just release, um, I don't think that there's any problem with that. People use it for therapy all the time. Um, 
But if you have an inner voice calling to you that's saying, you know, this is what you should be doing, and that's the only thing that you think expresses you, um, then you need to you need to seriously think about stepping up your game and making it into a business and and going all in on it. Um, it it's really to me uh, that's how I look at it. And you know, what are your thoughts? I mean. Do well, you your agree? career path, yeah. I mean, your your career path is a good example. Actually, both of us right now are, you know, our paths are, are kind of different. You know, you and I, we both started Metal Mastermind, so we have that common ground. This is our core business, um, but I have other things going on, other streams of income. So do you, and Ken. You're the perfect example of someone who uh, you've been ingrained and you really went all in. And I don't know if you look at it that way or not, but I mean, you're a professional audio engineer, you're a professor at, at universities. I mean, that's a big thing, right? And you're still yeah. pretty young, dude. I'm, I'm an old guy. You're the young guy. So, <laughs> but you're, 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 you're a great example of, of that, of like, okay, so you didn't get signed on some label and that's fine, but it didn't stop you from, you know, being involved in music and pursuing some sort of music, you know, being in that environment for a living. Whereas me, uh, I never went all in. I played in bands and I've sang and, and performed all my life, but really at more of, uh, you know, I don't want to say amateur level because some some of the shows and gigs were a bit more serious than that. But I, I never went all in until, you know, three years ago when I said, screw it, I'm <laughs> I'm going to leave my corporate job and I'm just I'm going to yeah. do this. You know, uh, I, I was in my mid 40s at the time. Uh, I suck at math. Three years ago, I'm 47 now. So yeah, I was like 44 years old when I left my corporate job. And um, I'm like, I'm just going to go all in. But to to your point and to the point we're making uh, as a professional musician and what by professional, that doesn't necessarily mean like you're known among the masses. I think a lot of those days are, are kind of. I don't know. I don't want to say they're gone because there are well-known bands out there, but there are a lot more musicians that are making a living off their music or music in general uh, that you don't know about that you've never heard of and might never hear of than there are, you know, musicians that you know about, if that makes sense. Right. So to think that you have to be some famous person and have millions of subscribers on YouTube. Sure. Those things are great, but uh, you know, I, I've got several streams. I, you know, I've got YouTube. We've got our YouTube channel. Um, I have my own music. We, you and I, both have our courses out there. I play live solo gigs. Uh, we, you know, we do affiliate marketing for products and all kind of stuff. So uh, that's the professional route. Um, but I think, as real quick, I think as a hobbyist, though, even if you don't plan to go that route. Uh, I think as a hobbyist, like you said, Ken, you can still release your music. And I almost think everybody should have a YouTube channel, man. Just put stuff out there, see where it goes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, uh, that's that's a great point. And part of this is you just don't know. Um, that's that's kind of the beautiful thing about the music industry, in a sense. Um, you know, some people uh, I would. I know have a lot of anxiety about stuff like that. Um, yeah. But, you know, I think if you, if you've got a creative mind, I think it's a shame if the world can't hear it. So Absolutely. you have to, um, I'm, I'm always going to be an advocate for people wanting to make their career in music. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. those are the people that I teach every day. So um, I understand the sentiment, you know, and I understand the worries too. And I had, um, I remember in one of my, 
my classes, I had an electrical engineering student take a music class. And he, uh, he was like, you know, Ken, uh, I was doing electrical engineering because I, I figured this was going to be a, a good route for me as, as far as work goes. And, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling uh, as far as, you know, finding something that I feel like I'm really happy with. And I'm taking your class because I think maybe there's uh, something in me that wants to try doing music. And I said, that's awesome. Uh, you know, that's amazing. One that you've come and I, I, I congratulate you. I also think it's very brave of you to do that. Um, you know, you have to explore all your options. You're in college right now. College is the place where you're supposed to, uh, you know, experiment, you know, you're not, you're not necessarily in the field just yet. You're, you're still studying. So, you know, and take it from my cousin, by the way, my cousin, Phil Ortiz, amazing guy. He decided in his last semester of college, he was doing mathematics. He left mathematics, the entire major, and he went in music oh, <laughs> his man. last wow. semester. And you know <laughs> what he did? He went abroad to study in England, you know, for like a semester. Nice. And uh, that's where he met his wife. And he was, you know, just doing on a whim, just saying, I'm going to do something that I love doing. And yeah. it led to, you know, an amazing outcome for him, you know, and it's just, you know, this is the time for you to, to follow a passion, you know, don't be afraid to try something that you enjoy doing, you know, don't, for, don't worry about the people out there that are saying things like, Oh, you can't make a career out of it or yeah. whatever. Um, Get a real job. Right. You know, <laughs> and you know what? Hey, you can still get a real job and do it too. You can. You can. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I did it for years. Yeah. That is like that is like the lamest excuse to say, you know, oh, I can't do music because I have to do this. You know, and it's like you can make the time to do it. You know, sure. Will it take longer? Most likely, but that's okay. You know, is anybody waiting on you to release an album right now to make it happen? Probably not. So it's okay. You know, do what makes you happy first. Because you have to remember that for the longevity of your life, you have to do that one thing. <laughs> so make sure it's something that you actually enjoy doing. <laughs> um, and the thing about, you know, going back to this idea of, you know, what's a hobbyist versus professional? Well, remember how I said, um, when it comes to these sorts of situations where there's a lot of ups and downs in music, and so many times there's more downs than ups. Well, the, the, you know, the professional is the guy or girl that's going to be doing it regardless if it's a good or a bad day. Right. Right. That's, that's, that's a good point. Very that's, good point. that's always been the thing that I've seen. And, you know, I've heard other people say it too. And it's like, it makes a lot of sense to me, you know, hmm. uh, a writer, doesn't stop writing because he doesn't or she doesn't feel like it they just yeah. still have to write they 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 find a way to make it happen yeah you know um 
And, and a lot of our students, Ken, in our courses, you know, that, that have been in, and you can name any course that we have. Uh, by the way, guys, uh, head over to metalmastermind.com. Uh, if you don't have any of our courses, do check those out. That's really what we're all about here. But, um, you know, through our courses, we've gotten emails and, and I've gotten stuff on my YouTube comments on my YouTube videos uh, of people that are 50s, 60s, even 70-year-old folks saying, man, you know, I'm either just now learning guitar, I've always wanted to learn, or I laid it down 30, 40 years ago, and you know what, I want to pick this up again. And, and I'll and I'll kind of go to something that, you know, I heard Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk say, uh, a lot of you know who he is, a uh, famous entrepreneur, but he said something to the effect of, when you go to a nursing home, the one you the one thing you'll find is regret. If you sit down and talk to people and you don't want to be 80, 90 years old, looking back on your life and like, you know, I wish I had taken that chance. Yeah. Right. You don't want yeah. to do that. And whether you do this as a hobby or profession, like we said, if you're doing this hobby as a release, that's fine. But I, I encourage every one of you and can you we're on the same page. You know, we all of us at Metal Mastermind encourage you just bump it up to that next level and see what happens, whatever that level may be. Just, you know, ramp it up a notch. See what yep. happens. It's not going to hurt through. you. Right. Yeah. It's such an important part of this. And, you know, how do you do that? You know, I, I think, you know, on to our, our our second part of this podcast, which is, you know, planning your We're planning you know, your, your, your path forward, um, winging it through life is, you know, and being spontaneous is fun and all that, but it, yeah. it's not productive. Um, and you know, <laughs> there's a balance. I think there's a balance with that. You know, I think, I think you can plan, yes. uh, because if you don't plan, well, you can expect nothing to happen, but I, uh, you, you can also overthink as well. I'll tell yes. you guys, and I, I shared this on my channel yesterday. Uh, the one thing that is in my head for 2023 and where I failed in 2022 this year, it's all about simplification. Last year, I wrote out this big spreadsheet, you know, quarter by quarter, month by month, all this stuff that I had. And I just got overwhelmed by it all. So I'm like, you know what? What are the, you know, three, maybe five things, big things that I really want to accomplish this year? So I'm simplifying everything. And Ken, you and I, we just finished our yep. planning session. We did the same thing. Like, and yep. and and we'll do more than that, right? But these are the core goals, just a few core go goals. We're not trying to boil the ocean, right? That's a great phrase. Um, and it makes a lot of sense. You know, you, you can only plan so much, yeah. um, cause sometimes there's a, there's a, a leeway that needs to sort of accommodate any changes in life, right? Cause life happens. Right. Right. Um, and you know, I think the idea is you have to be able to create some sort of target that you feel is attainable, not completely out of reach. You know, you can dream big. But you need to 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 reverse engineer that, um, and what are the steps that need to be taken, right? And you can you can get as fine with those steps as possible if you wish, but if you get too you know too too specific about those steps, then you you don't leave any room for error, and then when you do that, then you you know disappoint yourself if you don't meet those goals, and then you start you know completely veering off the path because something doesn't allow itself to sort of naturally progress, you know, which is something that's interesting, right? You know, this natural progression in life. And, you know, I've, I, I've always been the, a big advocate of, you know, it's not, you know, you don't have to mimic 
all these, you know, you know, successful people all the time in the way that they do it. You know, you can find your own rhythm in doing things because um, you're, you know, your body has its own natural clock. You have to listen to your body. Um, so being, you know, habitual with certain things um, that takes a little bit of practice, but also a bit of awareness about what you're capable of being habitual about, you know, for example, you know, our, uh, we always meet every week. We always meet every week and that we made a habit, um, in doing that. You know, I, I look forward to our sessions every week. I think they, they're like, you have a good time. (laughs) Yeah. They're, they're empowering, you know, we, we get things done and, and that's always been to me like part of this habitual thing in order to, 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 to move forward in this company. Right. So, um, for others, when it comes to like stuff like their music, maybe it might be like, um, you, in order to get to this next step that you're looking forward, uh, you need to increase on your performance scale. Okay. So if you need to do that, then you need to, you know, practice, but you also yeah. need guidance on how to increase that performance scale. Come yeah. to us for that. <laughs> Metal yeah, Mastermind has a whole bunch <laughs> of stuff like that. But then there's also, you know, things in your life, like, you know, if you're, you're trying to, you know, get healthier in life. Okay. Well, that's a habit that needs to be implemented as well. Um, and those are all things that are unique to everybody, right? So planning your year doesn't necessarily need to be crazy in terms of the amount of detail. Um, but I think if you set a a few target goals and one thing that we feel is, is very helpful to us is setting a priority list on those right. goals. It might help you to, to naturally, uh, you know, reach those incentives. Um, and, you know, you'll do them in, in other ways, but, uh, you know, that might be different from somebody else, but that's okay. You know, everybody has their own path. So what are, you, what are your thoughts? Yeah, and, and it's good. And, you know, I, I love the exercise. And, and maybe we'll share that on the YouTube video, our, our planning, our uh, how how we did that, the the sure. simple plan that we made. Well, so stay tuned on our on the Metal Mastermind YouTube channel for that. Uh, by the way, there's a link to our YouTube channel on MetalMastermind.com as well. Uh, we got a lot of good, helpful videos out there. But I, I like the idea, and can you and I kind of follow this without even thinking about it? But it's plan, execute. And then measure your results. And yep. if you want to throw in celebrate after that win, but uh, you know you, you have to make the plan. A lot of people will, will fail to do that, right? You know, nobody. The old saying: nobody plans to fail; they just fail to plan. And without that plan, you're kind of just dabbling. You're not going to move forward. But a lot of people will plan. And they'll write everything out, overthink it, make these long checklists, these things to do, but they won't actually execute the core things they need to execute in order to, you know, achieve the result from that plan. And right. then you can you can plan and execute, but you and I know very well if you don't measure those results in some things, right? You and I do a lot of marketing. So when, when we when we kick something off or if we, we release a new course. You know, we want to measure the results. And I think that comes to, uh, and we won't dive deep into marketing guys here, but it comes to getting the right message in front of the right person, that sort of thing. That's kind of going deeper into that. But uh, what I would like to see people do, going kind of back to the hobbyist level and tying in the planning for musicianship, um, your goal might be, like Ken said to you, to get better at your craft. So that's your goal for the year. You know, set 
set a goal. It's like, I, I want to be able to play these songs by the end of the year, right? And I know that's one goal, and it probably won't take you the entire year to get there, but that's going to be your focus. In, in, in going for that goal, you're probably going to find these other little paths to achieve all these other things along with it. And I would say if you're at the point of mus- musicianship that you can perform and write a song, I'd say, hey, make your goal to release a single this year, right? And and in not only writing the song, but also getting the resources you need, like let's say you're a guitar player. I'm a guitar player. Well, I can't play drums, so I'm not going to be the weakest link in my single if that's what I were going to release. I would look to someone like Ken here, who's an awesome metal drummer. <laughs> I would look to you, Ken. Okay. Thank you. You're the drummer. And I would say, okay, what do I what do I need to do to achieve that? I'm kind of broke right now, you know? Well, maybe I get a part-time job for, for six months to pay for real drums on my album, right? So th- there are all these ways that, you know, that you can achieve that goal. Now, yeah. if you're in this as a profession, of course, your goals are, are a bit higher than that, right? You know, you might have an album to release. You might have some some tours, maybe whacking, playing at the whacking open air is like a goal, which is that'd be an awesome goal to have, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, but, Absolutely. you know, so, but make that one powerful goal, uh, you know, and that one overall goal and, and just make it a priority and write out those steps that you need to take to execute that goal. And it doesn't have to be one, right, Ken? It could be it could be two or three. Um, I think I have like five major goals this year that I want to accomplish personally, right? So Yeah, absolutely, man. Everybody has their own, you know, ambition. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you know, take heed and don't uh over overstress this part of your you know, your growth, you know, uh, one thing, for example, let's, let's, let's go back to that plan, you know, execute measure. Love yeah. that because let's talk about, for example, mixing, right? Something that oh, all yeah. of us have a, a whole big challenge when it comes to mixing. How do you do that? Right. Okay. So planning yeah. is okay. Setting aside time to mix your stuff. Yeah. Then executing is actually mixing it. Measuring it is saving every single mix that you've made off of that song and comparing your growth as it's been going over through time, right? I have some of my mixes that have that have been pre-2020, you know, talking like back to 2018, 2017, you know, those kinds of days. And I'm like, I still have some of those songs that are from this album that I'm making. And I can hear where my mixing skills were at, at that moment in time. It's like documenting your, 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 your history. And I listen and I compare, I'm like, this is a healthy comparison because it's like, I'm not comparing just to, you know, industry standard stuff that's out in the market, which is of course something you should measure against if you're talking about commercial viability. Right. Right. But you're talking about your growth as a, yeah, as, as a as a mixer, as a musician, all these things, and that's how you can measure against yourself because that's your yeah. greatest, you know, you know, enemy or your biggest advocate, right? It's yourself. Right. So conquering that, and that's why we released a song called "You Are Your Master," oh, right? We love it. That <laughs> that's what it's all about, you know not yeah. not comparing yourself to others, but only to yourself and trying to get better every day as best as you can to move in the direction that you're trying to go in, you know? 
it's it and that's another thing the 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 thing about progress is that it's not always immediately evident it's it's a small victory one over time so you sometimes don't even realize that you're actually moving forward because it's like all of these little little things are what's doing it you know and you know one of our old teachers she used leah mchenry she used to say you know just move the needle forward you know anything to move the needle forward and that was uh it's such a powerful message because it's like it's not always you know obvious that that's what you're doing but every every day that you work on your craft or every day that you know you are doing this execution because that's an important step to all of that it is yeah you have to also reflect on on that progress and realize that you have made progress and you know right. don't forget that um that's a really really good point and i'm glad you said that those those three words yeah. um you know but jason um when it comes to progress you know have you let's talk about you know bands for a minute because i i i remember having my own debacle with my own band you know, Ooh, and, yes. and I think I think <laughs> this is a good segue into talking about reassessing your inner circle. But, you know, you and I were we're we're independent musicians that operate our own projects now. Right? right. And I think that's a very, very popular thing in the music industry is that you have a lot of solo musicians. They have their own projects. You know, did you have, uh, you know, a, 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 a moment in your in your musical career or you could talk about you know really any point in your in your life where you felt you really had to reassess what your inner circle was like in order to move forward you know i i won't dig too deep into my own past but you know i i'm 47 years old uh this time i'll be 48 in may let's just keep it at 47 for now uh <laughs> But, you know, guys, I'm not going to go too deep into this, but, you know, my a lot of my 20s were kind of wasted. Uh, yeah, I won't go down that road. And and even to my mid 30s, about the time when I met my my current wife, Candy, uh, I was 33 years old at that time. So we've been together for quite some time. And that's when everything started changing. And uh, I met someone who really brought out the best in me. And I know it's sort of getting off topic without getting off topic, if that makes sense. But, uh, you know, going back, though, yeah, I really had to reassess the people that I had surrounded myself uh, with. And uh, and it's not always that those people are bad. Right. Uh, some in some cases they might be right. Some of you might be listening right now. It's like, man, you know, I've got some friends that really drag me down and, and you know, always enticing us to just really blow off time doing dumb stuff right uh but sometimes it might be the case well the friends really aren't that bad but maybe you're spending time with people that don't have the same type of vision and and aligned goals and that sort of thing so going into being a full-time musician and and we'll say the entrepreneur world can because that's essentially i know that's a fancy word these days but uh entrepreneur business owner whatever it does it can get a bit lonely. You know, we have we have a lot of good friends. We do have a lot of close friends, but many most of those friends are either other musicians or at least people that have the same values, right? So we can encourage one another. Um, so yeah, I mean that said, 
uh, that's something that you do. I encourage, we encourage all of you to reassess that this year going into 2023, your inner circle, because it's often been said, you know, you're, you're the sum of the five people you hang out with the most, right? And that could be give or take a little bit, but, uh, if you have a vision, a strong vision to, you know, be a full-time musician or a business owner, or you're trying to rise up the corporate world, maybe you have a corporate job. There's nothing wrong with any of that, guys. Uh, so just, I know a lot of you have regular jobs. So if you're trying to move up the ladder, you're going to find that you'll have to reassess your inner circle and there will be some lonely times, right? That's just the nature of this beast. So yeah, that's kind of my take on that. Yeah, man. I, uh, that five people around you is 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 really key here uh yes. and i always recommend that those five people are people that are better than you and what you want to be better in yeah. you know um for like jason your your skills on marketing are actually <laughs> i'm envious of your skills on marketing. you are great at what you do and i learned so much from you that's one of the key things that i love about what you do. And, you know, when I'm around other people, like at my institutions, yeah. some of them have more, ex many, many years more experience than I do uh, in doing audio engineering. So I have to, you know, like work on getting better with my skills because they do, uh, they've been doing this for a long time and they've taught me many things too. Right. Wow. So there's, there's a whole lot that I love about growth when it comes to, you know, assessing your inner circle. And I used to be around people that were very much not where I wanted to be. They were. Let's talk uh, about this again. Let's, let's hear a little bit of the story here. Cause this yeah. is a very interesting and important, you know, it's, it's a story I've told, you know, um, before, but it is a important story and what, you know, we've got going on, uh, with that is I used to be around uh, people that um, I used to consider my best friends and they really were at the time. They really were. I, I spent a lot of time with them. Um, uh, but our ambitions were, were different and so were our skill sets. Um, you know, I used to work at a movie theater, uh, you know, as a popcorn boy. And that's where I met one of my first bandmates. Nice dude. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and, we, we bonded over pints of Guinness, you know, <laughs> and it was, it was a great time. We were, we were having a lot of fun. Um, listen to a lot of the same music. We would hang around. We would, we would, we developed a close bond through our music, you know? And I remember one time I, uh, the, the way how I got him to be a part of the band was I was actually in college working on a, on a project that I needed uh, sound effects for. And he came in and he did all these metal growls. And I was like, bro, I was like, let's do this thing together. And we just started, <laughs> we started collaborating. And, uh, you know, I even had, uh, you know, an old friend from high school uh, become a part of that at that point. And that was the start of my, uh, my band Homeric. Awesome. And, um, you know, over the course of, you know, several years, you know, I mean, Homeric started in 2014 and we disbanded in 2019. You know, yeah, so that's, that's, that, that. there's several years, you know, of you know, of working with these people. And uh, we we had uh, a relationship that was, uh, I would say it was fun, um, but I struggled with uh, with with feeling 
that we were getting a lot of progress done with the time that we had. I felt mm. at a certain point in the beginning, it was a lot of fun and, you know, it was not a big deal. But as things got more serious, you know, I, I invested in in my own uh, knowledge of marketing and uh, trying to get this thing off the ground. And I just remember, you know, little, little bit over time, it was this resentment that became, you know, that was building up. Um, yeah. and, and it wasn't, it wasn't being equal on all sides. Um, and to my fault, I was, you know, uh, as, as the, as the, the, the leader of this project, I was, I was giving too much clout to all of my bandmates too. Um, cause I, I wanted it to feel like a, a democratized thing, you know, you're was, doing all the work, right? You're, you're carrying the majority of the load. I was carrying the majority of the load and I wrote all the songs, you know? Um, but you know, I, I wanted it to feel like it was ours and that was, that was my error. Um, I didn't take accountability as much as I should have, uh, for, for what was really mine. Um, and you know, it came to a point where, uh, I wanted to, you know, change the direction. You know, I, I, I met my girlfriend, uh, who is, you know, very important in my life. We've been together for almost six yeah. years now. And she's um, such a cool girl. I, I, I love Elizabeth, man. She's such oh, a great. Uh, and I, and you know, I see a future with this woman and yeah, this, yeah, this was, um, this was a threat to them, you know, and wow. that I, you know, she has a, a talent beyond, you know, any other woman I've ever been with. And, you know, she's, she, I mean, she is the modern, you know, melodist, the, our yeah. vocal teacher for, metal vocal virtuoso elizabeth yeah. she is i use her exercises daily dude i mean i, she, I you know the course i use them every day for before every gig so yeah she's incredible um and her her contribution to my music elevated it i i i that was for me it was like yeah no this has to be a, a thing and yeah. you know they didn't agree of course um and so you know i i i, I cut them out because they were ending up you know just disrespecting me disrespecting her That's um yeah. and you know they they really were trying to ride off my coattails in in all of this um with as much minimal effort as possible um and it was it was it was it was a leech it was a, it was a poison that was really inflicting me for for that amount of time and uh you know it hurt tremendously you know when i had sure. to cut them out i was living with them <laughs> You know, I I, that. yeah, I, I was living with them and I, uh, I, I, you know, I banned them. I was like, okay, yeah. And so I had to move out, you know, they all were staying in their spot. I had to move out. So I moved in with Elizabeth and, you know, this is the result of that. This is it, <laughs> you, yeah. know? And you and I met around that time. I think if I'm not mistaken, you and I met uh, in the yeah. course and, and yeah, uh, well, we, 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 we met long before this all went down. I think it was right, like yeah. 2016 that we, we 16, met 17. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get my down there, but we, we, we started getting really close around, you know, 2018, 2019. Yeah. And that's when we were doing our own, you know, mastermind sessions together. Um, and so, I, I spent more time with you. I spent more time with Elizabeth and the natural progression of my development uh, happened because I had to ax people out of my life in order yeah. to bring in what was fruitful to my endeavors too. 
So and this sort yeah. of ties back to hobbyist versus professional. You know, we're talking about hobbyists. So yeah. what you're, and I'm not saying what you were home, Eric, was a hobby. I, I'm sure you had it uh, kind of in your head and in your heart, rather, as a profession. But oh, sure. It, you know, the way you were going about it was probably with the guys and, you know, and then the band and all was, you know, you had it in your mind and your heart's profession, but the way you're going about it maybe was more of a hobbyist mindset, yes. but you transitioned. You're like, you know what? I want this to be next level. I want to take it to the next level. This isn't just a hobby, right? Yeah. And while everyone else wanted to treat it as a hobby, you're ready to move forward. So yeah, that's, that, that's exactly what happens, right? Well, you know, while I was in college, you know, my goal out of that school was I want to walk out of this school with an album. That was my goal. Yes. And Homeric yes. was that. <laughs> so 2016 was when I graduated and 2017 was when I released Homeric. And, awesome. you know, it was from that point on the rest is history, you know, and of course now Homeric is, is so much more serious than it was at that time. But I needed that step. I needed that phase of Homeric to happen where it was in the beginning just for fun. And it was, you know, raw and, you know, natural imagination coming together. But, you know, like you said, over the course of time, when things get serious, you know, now Homeric has a like a very, very specific, you know, outcome that I'm shooting for. I have an entire, you know, story behind it. I have an entire world that I'm trying to build with it. So it's, it is matured, you know, since. And, well, I can know. tell you this, Ken, and I can tell our listeners this, uh, you know, you had me record the guitar tracks for that, which I was honored to be a part of that. But that was the most complicated as far as like playing the guitars to that most complex in a beautiful way, because you this is this goes beyond. And I know I'm giving you a lot of props here on this because it's it's, Thanks, man. it's it's due, but. Your music goes beyond just, okay, we're just playing a metal song, right? Got some cool riffs, and there are some cool riffs, but your music uh, for Homeric is an orchestration. Uh, yes. It's it's cinematic metal, as, as you label it, and it's just that. It is an orchestration, and that was that was some of the toughest guitar tracks I've ever recorded <laughs> in my life, man. So <laughs> It's some of the toughest mixing yeah. and drumming I've ever done, too. <laughs> oh, man. So I can't wait for that to come yeah. out. You and I both have albums, by the way, coming out. I know you've got Home, Home Eric's next project, hope to release in 2023. I am working on my solo album, Overcometh. Uh, so I'm hoping to release that early, um, early 2023. So those are those are both in the works. But yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, guys, if you haven't heard the Metal Mastermind song, it's it's under Metal Mastermind is actually you know labeled as an artist as a band as well. Uh, the song is "You Are Your Master" by Metal Mastermind. Go look that up on iTunes, Spotify, any streaming source, and uh, do check that out. You know, and, and of course, let us know what you think about that tune. Uh, we've we've got an entire course songwriting course built around that as well, which you'll find on metalmastermind.com. So, absolutely, uh, yeah, and, and we've we've got a little bit more than that too. For you are your master, I think sure. you know uh, we 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 should highlight Nick Z's efforts on making uh, Metal Producer Overlord the mixing series. So I'll tell uh, you about that. Yeah, that that's a good course. And and we're you mentioned something earlier about mixing, right? We talked about we use that as an example. Uh, me, I know that's not my strongest suit. So yeah. I am going to be diving into Nick's course 
in detail to mix because I want to mix my own album. I like that. And of course, I'll have someone else. I'll have probably Metal Mastermind Ken here master it. No pun intended. Metal Mastermind <laughs> mastering. <laughs> but um, hey, that might be something we we offer later, guys. But no, I just wanted to highlight you know, as as you're highlighting this course, Nick Z's course. Uh, that's that's something I'm going to dive heavy into because I know that's a weak area of mine. It's not my strongest suit. And I've said this before: you never want to be the weakest link in something that you're putting out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and to that note, you know, with with your with with a good team involved, right? You, you we we could try and do things ourselves, but in reality things that matter require a team and we need yeah. to realize uh that delegating our time is an important step to our growth yeah. so having people like you and me you know in this situation of operating together is is one example of that but you know if you're talking about mixing a mixing engineer's mastering engineer is another relationship that's a team this, you yeah. know um songwriting and musicians that's a team you know you write the songs other people bring it to life with their skill sets you know right, that's right. that's a that's something that i i always loved about musicians you know like i i wrote something and they brought it to life and that's that's a key element about what makes music did you know you know like when it comes to people like beethoven and even bach right yeah. these old classical and baroque and romantic you know composers that they knew that their music had to be interpreted by a musician that hmm. there was a little bit of room for experimentation and in uh improvisation right so they wrote as much as they could on those sheet music but the sheet music was always meant to be interpreted with you know gusto <laughs> yeah, and that's great. That's great you bring that up because I, like I, um, you know, by the way, guys, we have a metal bass course coming out this year, and I, I don't want to mention the name uh, quite yet because it's a little premature. But uh, I will say that this person played bass on on Siren's uh, album "A Mercenary's Fate," and he he was involved in some other well known metal bands. I know that I love playing bass, but I'm considering using him on my next album as well because once again. I don't want to be the weakest link, and I want to give that music someone else's a professional bass players. I'm not a pro bass player as much as I'd like to call myself one. I'm not. Uh, I'd like <laughs> to give a professional bass player's interpretation because that's going to bring those songs uh, much more life than what I could do on my own. Yeah, don't 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 be afraid to follow your north and and bring people along with you that will help you reach that. You know, and right. you may have to say goodbye to people who are not going to be on your boat. You know, true. So set sail, man. That's that's really what it comes down to. Um, Jason, this is this is awesome. Uh, you know, I think as our first podcast for Metal Mastermind, uh, we have so much to offer you guys in the, as our listeners, our audience. Um, please let us know if there's something you want us to also talk about. Uh, don't be afraid to put it in the comments uh, on our YouTube channel. Uh, yeah. or even, you know, if you sign up to our email list, you get access to our discord, you know, and you can engage with the community over there. I'm, I'm active on discord. Jason comes in on discord. We have all these people who are just part of our metal family. Let's, you know, come together. And if you want 
to really elevate your musicianship. That's what Mental Mastermind is all about. And, you know, if you feel like this is also a way to enrich your life by being a part of our family, uh, then we're honored for that, too. Jason, do you have any, uh, you know, closing thoughts and words for our audience members? Well, the only thing, guys, is uh, first of all, thank you so much for listening. If you're still listening, we appreciate you uh, seeing this through or hearing us through, rather. And guys, head over to MetalMastermind.com. Everything we've talked about is right on our website, really easy to navigate. You can check out our courses there. Uh, we've got loads of courses and more coming in 2023. Um, and on top of that, of course, I believe if you scroll all the way down, you can sign up and, and join our Discord as well. Uh, Ken and I will have we'll have a podcast section in the Discords where you you can leave comments and that sort of thing. Uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel through that page. So just go to metalmastermind.com and hey, just spend some time on our website and explore all the cool stuff we have for you. But uh, guys, I hope you all have an awesome new year. And as we always say, keep creating music and create your own sound and style.